I wish I could say this is my studio, but it's not. <laughs> this is episode 10. It's episode 10. It's kind of cool. It's episode 10 of the Grassfed Podcast. My name's Clayton Carpenter. This is Danny Ortiz, my one and truly best, only best friend. So, this has been a long time coming. It didn't happen a few times. We each been busy, and now it's happening. The moment we've all been waiting for. About time, yes sir. Danny, what's up? Nothing much. I'm glad to be here. Finally. Fresh back on U.S. soil? <laughs> yeah, gladly back on U.S. soil. Legally. Uh, <laughs> for six months only. <laughs> so, you were just kind of explaining. Where were you? What happened? I was in, well, the city, or the state's called Guanajuato. It's, it's not sure where it's at in Mexico, but... Close to Mexico City? Close to uh, Guatemala? Close to America? It's about five hours from Mexico City. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I was moving back and forth from Irapuato and Sanamanca, which is where my family's from. And it's pretty bad out there as far as security goes. Just gun violence, gang violence, it's, it's pretty bad. And it wasn't like that last time you were there? <sighs> Not as bad. When was that? Um, 2016, 2017. Damn. Just yeah, just not that long recently. ago. Recently. Yeah. Damn. So were you just seeing family? Yeah. Wedding? Yeah. Anything big? I went for a wedding, but that was it. Lunch. That was it. That's big. You guys are Mexican. Well, That's I mean, big yeah, there's like 300 of us. Nothing crazy. Really? Yeah, like 250. Damn. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not bad. So, I want to get in to some funny stuff. Danny's been around forever. All of the crazy things I've done, from like wanting to be a bodybuilder, wanting to be CIA agent, wanting to be a journalist, wanting to be like everything. In a band. In a band. One time I called Danny. What did I say? I don't know, but Something I was going to be the producer. <laughs> <laughs> Something about it. Was it you who called and said? I don't really remember saying it, but you said, man, you called me and said something about, do you know anyone who plays a clarinet? Or something. <laughs> I think it might have been... I don't know who it was. I thought it was you. Either me or Landon. Oh, it was, oh yeah, it was Landon. He said, he said, Clayton called me and said, hey, we're starting a band. <coughs> you know, you know anyone who plays a saxophone? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, anyways, Danny's been here forever. So I want to get your insight on what has happened over the last like three years. What's your outlook on grass-fed, on life, on... On everything. Well, I mean, I remember when this first came about. We were in, what, freshman year of college? Yeah. Well, you were still in college, but... (laughs) (laughs) I was enrolled. I was physically there, not mentally, but physically there. Um, I remember one day you just came out and were like, I'm going to, you know, have this food truck and grass-fed this and grass-fed that. And I just thought it was one of, another one of your crazy ideas. And then you shut me up. You know, you worked your ass off nonstop and... Here we are now, what, three, four years later. Yeah, that's weird. Slowly but surely, it's getting there. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, Tim said the other or, yeah, the other <coughs> night. I was like, that was like two or three years ago. He was like, Clayton, a whole other high school has happened since we've been in high school. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? It's crazy. Yeah, and I remember just thinking, like, dude, I don't know about all this, but, you know, because it started with the band, and I was like, okay, that's, yeah, it's not going to happen. None of us aren't musicians at all. And then you came up with the whole, you know, grass-fed thing, and I was like, oh, I can see you being more passionate passionate about that, but, you know, I just was kind of like, oh, I don't know. No no one's playing, no, we're, none of us are making music. No, Let's I'll put tell it you that. way. None of us made any music. And our careers I've, did not take off. I've sang a few songs. Yeah. Freestyles <laughs> here and there, but... About that, Danny hit it. No. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing I admire about you is... You've been through more shit than like anyone I could ever imagine, and you like keep trucking. Mm-hmm. Will you share with people like your story? Yeah, well, I was born with hypoplastic left heart syndrome, which is where the left side of your heart doesn't fully develop quite as a right, and I was also born with one kidney, so I wasn't really given much of a chance to live really past the day, and I mean, of course, I don't remember any of it, but through four or five heart surgeries I'm here almost gonna be 23 and yeah I really don't have any other choice but to keep trucking on you know <laughs> that's cool so they put a pacemaker in was that the first surgery that was the last that was I want to say oh five oh six here in Dallas damn and that was the last surgery I've had <coughs> since so you moved here 
And then had the surgery? Mm-hmm. It, was, were... it was one of the main reasons yeah. that I, you know, moved over here. My dad got a better job and everything was better as far as medical and just everything. And we realized that the surgery could be done here and we just went ahead with it. Dang. So you are from... From Los Angeles, Whittier, the West Side, Whittier. But um, is that really where you're from, though? Whittier. Whittier, yeah. I just like saying that. I think it's cool. Yeah, it was That's... south, south LA. But yeah, Damn. yeah. I don't remember much of it because I moved when I was eight. But I feel like I'm a Texan. Yeah. That's just me, though. True. I've accepted wearing a Notre Dame hat. Yeah, I just don't worry about. Just kidding. It. Danny like Danny likes any team that's winning. Yeah. <laughs> I'll admit it. Roll with the That's winners. why we love him. <laughs> oh man. But, so what is it, what's like day-to-day now, as far as like your health situation? Uh, I'm good, you know, I go once or tw- once a year, uh, just, it's just a checkup, physical really, mm. just checking how I am, blood work, and blood work is monthly, but as far as like my heart and stuff like that, it's, it's, it's yearly, Dang. and everything's good so far, it's been that way for a few years now, so things go good. It's so cool, that's, <laughs> it's nuts. Appreciate it. Yeah, I remember... I met you freshman year in Miss LaForge's class. Shout out Kate LaForge, perhaps <laughs> the most impactful teacher in my school career. Always said the Mountain Dew. All, <laughs> way too much. <laughs> if you're listening, I hope your kidneys and your liver are okay. Because <laughs> this lady would drink... Packs on like, packs. On stressful days, she would drink a 12-pack of Mountain Dew Yeah. in a day, legitimately. <laughs> Should we talk... Remember that one day we heard <laughs> sneeze from the closet? <laughs> it was her daughter. <laughs> it was like, what is that? She's like, okay, Elise, come out. Because she tried to play it off at first. Like, I didn't hear anything. But the whole class heard a sneeze or a cough, whatever it was. And her daughter just walks out like nothing. I'm like a random <laughs> supply closet. <clears throat> Needless to say, she's not teaching at Lowry Refreshment Center anymore. <laughs> oh, man. Remember when she had that boot on for, like, a year? She stepped on a Lego. Yeah, but I, she... I remember so much. That was... I remember more about that exact time than anything. Blue Slide Park was about to come out. 11-8-11. Call of Duty Black Ops was coming out. I was, like, weirdly in a, like, head-over-heels relationship. I didn't think at all except for, like, Mac Miller and Callie and Call of Duty. And yeah, dude, life was weird. And Miss LaForge was like was and Mr. Rustin, my English teacher. Dude, that was a cool time. Yeah. That was a cool time. That's when we really I mean we would talk here and there, but we weren't I guess friends. That was what sophomore year when we really Yeah. Kinda I don't remember how though. I do. Bring it. It was Newspaper, of course. Newspaper, no yeah. No shit, sorry, I scratched that. <laughs> I remember this. Yeah. Go ahead. It was the um was it called the lip dub? Remember that? Oh yeah, we're yeah, on the, the internet. Yeah, that we uh, you were like down the hall, and then a special needs student needed the door open, and like nobody would open the door for them, and like I turned around as you were you know getting there, and like I reached out to you and was like, hey, you know that was pretty cool. Like nobody went to go help that student <laughs> but you, you know. Damn. And that's kind of where I just began, really. That's awesome. Yeah, journalism was cool. Uh, I had someone say, like, oh, yeah, uh, some of my friends, they're making sure that, you know, they move before their kids get to Allen High School. And I'm like, excuse me? Yeah. And they were like, oh, you know, they just there's, there's too many kids. And I said, I think that's the stupidest thing you could ever do for your kid. Like, the worst thing you could ever do. Like, yeah, there's a lot of kids in that school. But you have, every, like, a lot of kids, but it's not diluted. Like, to say that you don't get the attention you need in a classroom or to say that you don't get, I mean, anything that you need. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, I don't know, it just makes me mad. I didn't appreciate it while I was there, but, dude, that school is so awesome. Yeah, I've heard it's it's way too competitive that I wouldn't let my kids compete in sports or anything because, you know, they're just going to ride the bench the you whole You want your kid to be a loser, yeah. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> they're going to get their opportunities one way or the other, but that's what I've heard so far that it's just too competitive that there's no point, you know. And that says a lot as a parent, like, my kid's not that good, so, like, why would I? It would take him to Prosper. Yeah. Like, we're moving to Van Alstine. Let's go to Lovejoy real quick. Yeah. Sorry, <coughs> you're listening and you're from there. We love you, but your school's just probably not as good as Alan. Nah. Now we sound like Alan kids. Yeah. 
But we're proud of it because yeah. it rocked. <laughs> At the time, it didn't. But looking back, it was very fortunate. Just from the pack to blue to the stadium is just, yeah. And like uh, sports nutrition, all the opportunities for actual athletics. For if you want to be a lawyer, I took business law class. I took business marketing. What was it? Dollars and cents or something like that. I never took that one, oh. but I took uh, like principles of business marketing and finance, and I took. Uh, I mean, dude, there's everything. Like, yeah. I'm super super proud to be there. Mm-hmm. You have been there. Have you been back since you graduated? Just to pick up my diploma, but that yeah. was it. You didn't go to graduation? Oh, yeah, 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 of course, but not like... Did we have to pick it up? Oh, yeah, we <clears> picked <throat> it up that Saturday, didn't we? Yeah. I was going to say, did you... We had that, go? like, time frame to go pick it up. Yeah. But... That was interesting. Yeah, crazy four years, lots of up and downs. How many years? Four. Oh, yeah, it's been four years, hasn't it? Or even four years that we were in school. Well, eight years, because four from high school, four from college, but, like... Yeah. yeah. We really didn't. How long did you last in college? <clears throat> a year. Yeah. Did you actually go to all, all your classes? Yeah. I went, but I don't know what happened. <laughs> I mean, I, what I, do you mean? I mean, I Were went you doing before drugs? Co- Huh? Were you doing drugs? Uh, nah. <laughs> I mean... Oh, wait, popping cumin in. <laughs> Those are his blood thinners. <laughs> He's not on drugs. No. <laughs> Prescribed only. <laughs> No, I mean, I would go before class, after class, go to the library, work with my groups, and I was just told that, you know, it's just not for you. They told you that? Yeah, I went to the, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Advisor? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I went to go, actually, no, because before, I tried to sign in for, like, some class, and, like, everybody in my class was able to log in but me. So, I, you know, I told my You got really red, didn't you? Yeah. Well, I mean, not red, but I was... Danny and I, something we have in common is we both get really red when we get embarrassed or nervous. (laughs) I'm probably red right now. But, um, yeah, like, I raised my hand, and I was like, I can't log in for some reason. And then she told me to go talk to my counselor and stuff like that. And they told me, you're not enrolled. Like All it said was good try. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Better look next time. And I grabbed my backpack, and I just (laughs) went home. But Damn. You didn't take your test or anything? What test? I mean, Finals, I like you didn't even get there? No, it was the first day of the second year. Oh, shit. And, like, I couldn't log into my computer, and that was it. Like, I had applied to the classes, you know, the week before, or two weeks before the actual second year began, but I don't know what happened. That Damn. I was just told that, no, you're not here anymore. You're not enrolled, so. Well, at least I made the choice for you. Yeah. I hated school, <laughs> to be honest. I loved high school. Yeah. But I hate, like... College for me is just like, bleh. yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah <coughs> it's interesting. If you something I think about is if you could go back and take like whatever courses you wanted to, what would you take? As far as college, yeah, like okay, I, I just want to go take uh, music theory and history of European art, whatever bullshit. Like what? I mean, I would have liked to take an actual journalism class because I was taking. Some marketing that was con- that was considered journalism. Oh, but yeah. Like, Newspaper that, yeah. business. Something like that. I bombed that and, like, that was supposed to be journalism. That wasn't journalism to me, you know? Yeah. Journalism is writing and being at events and stuff like that, but at least to me it is. That's your favorite thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. When did that start? I don't know. Maybe middle school, but where I was going to middle school, they had nothing like that. Where'd you go? Oh, Banyan in uh, Garland. Dang. Banyan Middle School, yeah, but... You want to shout out any of your homies? No. What's it? Let's boo boo. No, shout out boo. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, yeah, but I really didn't have any opportunities until I got to Allen, which is why I'm so thankful to yeah. have gone to Allen. But you know. I th- sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. That was, that was. I think the people who <clears throat> don't appreciate it weren't anywhere else. Like I went, I started school at Emmanuel Lutheran School in Olivet, Missouri, mm-hmm. in a suburb of St. Louis, like a really crappy private school. Like it's not crappy, like. It's just not Allen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was like really small. It wasn't funded well. It, it you got you got a good education, like very individualized education. Like every student got like a lot of attention, mm-hmm. which is cool. But I, like Allen's, like I don't know. I don't think that's necessarily the biggest variable. Like being at Allen, you just have so many opportunities. So many, but, like yeah. so many. Yeah, where I went, it was in Garland, and it wasn't the best 
um, <clears throat> location, I guess. It was just, you know, just gangs and stuff like that going on yeah. in school, out out of school. It was just, it wasn't a good environment. And yeah. like you said, it wasn't really funded well and opportunities weren't there as well. So I just, I just kind of went to school, took my classes and just got out of there. Not much for me to do. Dang. Do you talk to a lot of people that are still there? I mean, very rarely. I talked to about two or three of them, but... Yeah, probably the same thing, if not worse. Or is as it... As far as... Just the area? Is it still... I mean, I've ba- gone back just, you know, for, like, errands I have to run, but stuff like that, but it's about the same. It, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's another, like, back to, like... I feel like this is an advertisement for Allen, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Visit Allen.com. Yeah, really. Visit Allen. Go play the Allen thing. <laughs> Uh, no, dude, it's just, I don't know, it's really cool. A lot of opportunities. Yeah. So what do you, what do you, as far as journalism, what do you see the future as? Is that something you want to pursue? Is that <coughs> something, what do you think? Yeah, that's something I'd like to do here in the near future. Um, I started doing it, but I'm not going to lie, I slacked off. I mean, you know, <laughs> I slacked off, I just... I know, it's okay, yeah, though. My... Life. Work schedules. I was yeah. gonna say you also do a lot more real life things than the average person. Yeah, so I just I sleep when I can, and you know I kind of just don't do much. You really. work and pay bills and help your family. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's so, what I gotta do. So responsibilities. Yeah. What's your favorite aspect of that? Like, what's your vision for it? What do you mean? Like, like, what do you want to write? Who do you want to write for? Do you want to write for yourself? Do you want to do videos? Do you want to do a podcast? What do you? Yeah, I like to do it for myself, but you know go to certain events, sporting events, you know, concerts, you know, interview athletes or musicians, just kind of, but make it my brand, you know, that's something I would like to do, but yeah, I got to get to it. Talk about logic. Oh God. (laughs) Um, Danny's logic, Bob, if you hear this, this dude has shown more people about, told more people about you than anyone. (laughs) <laughs> Continue, Danny. Uh, yeah, I've told I don't even know how many people, but uh, I don't know. It's just whenever I find a good musician or a good song or anything like that, I, you know, I like to spread it. You, you know, yeah. every time I hear a new song from whoever it is, I try to share it on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. But yeah, Logic was different. He kind of, well, at least for me, he came out of nowhere. I was watching a uh, Mac Miller interview, <laughs> and on the like related videos, he just popped up, and it was like. Uh, Logic talks about working at a Wingstop and Jiffy Lube. I didn't know who he was. Clicked on him and was hooked instantly. In, what since 2014? Dang. And you went under pressure. Met him there. Met him there. Met him at the Incredible True Story. Um. Then I saw him in Dallas with the uh, with the G's. Easy, yeah. That was and awesome. Then, yeah. And the next day, in Houston. And then, yeah, I'm just following them ever since, under pressure, really. Been to more concerts since then, haven't you? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, everybody, Bobby Tarantino. Oh, everybody was in Allen, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And I think Bobby Tarantino, I was I was gone for that one, but everybody's yeah. the one that Scott and I went to, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. Because you and I went to The Incredible True Story. Yeah, I cried there at the Bomb Factory. Did you? Yeah, I cried. Yeah. Yeah, I, cried I really it. did. Yeah. I cried in Allen when he did 1-800, but, you know, it's just... Yeah. Yeah. It's an emotional song, so... He wasn't surprised. He's nuts. Like, to be witnessing this is really, really weird. Yeah. It's weird not to sound like... We sound like bitches. It's fine. No, but, like... I do. He's so incredible. (laughs) Not to sound like a hipster. Like, I was, you know, a fan before everybody else, but, you know, seeing him start at the Bomb Factory, or, no, at the, um... What's it called? Southside. Well, that was that was under pressure. It's like, like, two twenty five hundred something like that. Oh damn! And then going to the bomb factory, then you know, doing where was he next? I think back at the bomb factory, then here in Allen, with the, which is an actual like an arena. Yeah. And doing just pavilions, it's kind of just the growth is crazy and it's, it's so rapid as well. Yeah, really rapid. Yeah. You just released a novel. <clears throat> Do what? A novel. Yeah. It's crazy. Have you read it? Yeah, I'm on chapter 14. Tell us about it. Uh, you know what? It's confusing. It's like like a story inside of a story. I don't know how to... I mean, you know, logic. He knows yeah. he's just way too intricate, but... 
it's something you would have to read for yourself to like. Is understand. it about a guy? Is it about a? It's about a guy working at a supermarket. You know, he finds actually it's about a guy who works at a supermarket to fund his 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 book. Whoa. His well, not fund, but like get ideas for his upcoming novel that he has to turn in at a certain time, and he you know his coworkers at the at the supermarket are characters based in his book. So he kind of just takes, I guess, real life events and puts his spin on it. And yeah, there's a twist towards the end of the first part. So yeah. Don't leak it. No. <laughs> Don't leak it. No. <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah, yeah I remember <clears throat> trying to think of the first bit that I ever really listened to him. It would have been in the apartment at Colin. So the fall, spring of 2016. And then seeing, watching, or listening to Incredible True Story that Friday, what, March like 14th? Um, is that right? Sounds right. I think it's, I think it I is. I remember I, I skipped class, we, we both skipped class yeah. too. Did you, you came to the lake, didn't you? No, I came to your apartment. Oh, went to the lake that next morning, Angus came. Mm-hmm. That was such a weird time. Yeah. That was a cool, a lot changed in those few months. Yeah. A lot. But I remember I was trying to get you to listen to him to go to the Why You Wait tour before Under Pressure came out. Oh, wow. But, yeah, uh, I didn't, did I? And you're like, I've heard of him, but like... I slept. I heard his music. Sorry, Bob. <laughs> you're on board now, so we're good. Yeah, dude, it was really surreal to hang out with Chase, too. Yeah, that was crazy. I mean, you made it happen, like... You just gotta try some things sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you Tell kept the saying, story. You kept saying, well, you made it happen the morning of, like, maybe a few hours before it even happened. So the concert was, what, Saturday? July 22nd. I remember that. And then you kept saying, like, I'm going to get it done. I don't know how, but I'm going to get it done. And I was like, okay, like, once again, I thought it was one of your, you know, ideas, like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> and sure enough, we went to the baseball fields right next to Allen. Allen Station. Yep. And um, sure enough, he just shows up with his uh, little tripod or whatever and, and was a good dude. I thought, you know, he's kind of, not cocky, just kind of maybe standoffish a bit. But that was, you know, further from the truth, you know. Dude, he was so nice. Yeah. He's like really, 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 really genuine. Yeah. Good dude. DJ Rhetoric, that is. Now just, well, Rhetoric and DJ Rhetoric, depending on. Which hat he wants to put on. <laughs> Very insightful as well, you know, from his, you know, days with Kendrick overseas. Remember that? He was telling us about that. Oh, yeah. I forgot all about and that. Just his insight on the music industry, it's, it's crazy. And he's talented, but, you know, cool. as far as, you know, of course DJing, but he's released his own project since. Yeah. And it's just a mixture of, like, Coldplay and, like, Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's It's... Different. It's really like weird, it. yeah. And like yeah. Kid Cudi and like yeah, Kid Cudi. some weird DJ that you've never heard of, all yeah. mixed in one with like really cool lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> Relatable lyrics yeah. at times, yeah. What, you want to talk about a girl that's got you feeling all caged up or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. I broke out that cage. Oh, really? <laughs> no. Yeah, no, it's cool. So, let's see who's on, your, who's on the horizon artist-wise now. Oh, uh, I don't know. I found I found out about this guy about a month ago. His name is Ko Genesis. I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah. He's got a couple songs. Um, of course, Russ, but he's kind of already blowing up. What do you think of Russ? I think he gets way more shit than he deserves. Like, he's talented. People don't want to see it though. You yeah, because he sings and he has these melodies and stuff. Like, he's soft or whatever. I think he's just too good. Like he's he's yeah he's too easy to dislike because anyone that's not that good probably doesn't like him. Yeah. You know, it's like I understand. It's like <sighs> I wish I could be that good. This but... guy makes his own beats and then he raps over it. Then he sings a melody. Then he makes the hook. Yeah. And then he mixes it, masters it, and it's ready. It's like yeah, no I overhead. Really, he does. It all I himself. hate that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so because yeah, I need three people to do this, and you know I. Just do one thing myself, and it's just money out of my pocket. But, yeah, he did it all by himself, taught himself, and, 
you know, a couple platinum plaques later, he's doing okay for himself. Yeah, I was telling Paul today in the car, I was like, I was like, Russ, it's like, how many, how many plaques does he have? This is our conversation. I know, double digits for sure. I was going to say, it's over 10. I said, he's yeah. got at least 10 platinum plaques. Yeah. And he was like, no, no, no. And me, you came on and I was like, this is Russ. And he's like, yeah, whatever. He didn't believe that he had that many platinum plaques. And I was yeah. like, he has a lot of plaques. Yeah. A lot. I mean, gold and platinum, but still, it's just, to do it by yourself, to even have one is just, like, not heard of, you know? Yeah, and to fill out, like, when we went to the show, it's like, hey, this place is packed, mm-hmm. there's no openers, yeah. and the crowd's singing every word of every song. Yeah. Like, doesn't stop. You're talking about San Antonio? Yeah. Yeah. It was nuts. So Danny and I drove from Dallas to San Antonio, stopped in Austin, had lunch, got to the concert at that night. Drove back the next morning. And then yeah. I was driving the Maroon Goon. <laughs> and he's red Nissan Sentra. Yep. And we got rear-ended by a drunk guy at Whataburger. <laughs> so I what do I do? <laughs> I call the cops. I tell them, hey, we're fine. Our car's fine. It's not a problem. This dude's wasted. Before he kills someone, we're going to get on the road. And you guys should come take him to jail or get him <laughs> off the street or give him water or Gatorade or Pedialyte or something. <laughs> So we leave, and they held his food, I guess, till the cops came. You think they gave him a sandwich? I mean, I would hope so. I would hope so. He would sober up, probably. Yeah. Dang. I saw the goon got another another little boo-boo. Oh, yeah, the hell. Yeah. No, on the front right, it looked like somebody hit you. No? Mm-mm. No, it was just the hell. I mean... Maybe not. Took both of my... Well, my left mirror t- got taken out. Oh, that's probably what it was. Yeah. What happened? Both of the... Uh, it was just hail two weeks ago. The, the hail knocked the mirror off? Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, and then the back <laughs> two the lights hell? were are gone. Um, yeah, no, it was terrible. I was on my way back from a Dallas Psychics game, which is... You were in the car? Yeah. I was, what, 10 minutes from the house? And it took me 40 minutes to get home. So... Yeah, 25, 30 minutes of that was just in hail. Because I was trying to get under that bridge, but... Was it like hail? Was it like hail? It was like... It was actually hail. Not just like hail. Smart ass. But, yeah, I mean, I would see the car in front of me, the back windshield or whatever got broken. Like, due to hail, I saw it happen. It was crazy. But, yeah, it was... That's so nuts. See, because it didn't hit... Ridgeview and Independence did get hail. Mm-mm. Spring Creek and Coit did get hail. That's pretty much just Stacy. Well, and here we got it really bad. <clears throat> yeah, like really bad. East Allen got it really bad. Yeah, it's not. It's just very, very, very particular. Yeah. Huh. So what's the next couple weeks got for you? I'm headed to Belize on the 29th. What are you gonna be doing till then? Working. What are you doing? Security. Are they give you a gun yet? No. They, like no. a taser or a piece of like... No, that wouldn't be smart. Needle on those pliers or anything? No. <laughs> nope, that wouldn't be smart. So tell people what you do. And just don't tell them where because if criminals hear this, they'll rob you because yeah. you're very defenseless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're pretty much screwed with me. Um, no, I just work security. I'm pretty much... In a way, I'm a... Um, what's it called? A rent-a-cop? In a way, <laughs> but like... What's it called? Like the front desk person, what are they called? Like a receptionist. Receptionist, there we go. I give you, your, you know, your visitor's badge, I email the person to let them know you're Oh, here. you're not riding around anywhere? Uh, well, I mean, I ride around the, the parking lot every now and then oh, if they okay. need me to, Dang. or I just walk around the buildings, but I'm mainly just at the front desk, emailing people, letting them know, hey, your food's here, or your, you know, interviewee is here. Dang. It's easy money, but... That's cool. The hours take a toll on you, so... What are they? 10 p.m. to 6 a.m., which I don't start working really till 5.30 because nobody's in the building, just the security guards. So it's easy, but the real job is just staying up, finding yeah. yourself something to do. I take the you know, supermarket with me every, really... every now and then, yeah. <clears throat> yeah not, not too bad. Huh. What about you? What do you got going on? Uh... You leave in, what, two weeks? Just about. What's today? The the twelfth. The twelfth. I leave in seventeen days. Yeah. So I'm gonna be working next week, and that's it. I'm at the point where I need to like start creating content, like a lot of content. I have so many pictures. I have so many videos. I have so many like everything. 
that now it's time to just like start really getting shit done and start putting out a lot of stuff more YouTube more like old like farm tours and stuff like that mm -hmm. start releasing that so work I gotta turn in my taxes that needs to get done like now <laughs> <laughs> I have two, three days I need to do that like now uh, I've got all my most of my stuff done. I just have to submit them but I got a box in the mail yesterday this is from Lesser Evil Foods. They made these things called... I love... I'll back up. I love Sprouts Clearance. So whenever there's a Sprouts Clearance rack, I make sure... You need a key or something? Yeah, you got a key? Yeah. I ain't got nothing. I'm going to hurt my fingers if actually... I could use my handy-dandy pen. That's for you. This is a Daniel Miller design. I dropped it. Daniel Miller, my buddy from Oklahoma, created these. That's the grass-fed versus GMO creation. Oh, that's pretty cool. So that's Don Pina de grass-fed. <laughs> Speak of the devil. Bam! This is his first official appearance. So <clears throat> Daniel made this out of wood. That's a piece of uh, box something box elder box elder it's a tree from oklahoma daniel carved it whittled it painted it everything so he's the official mascot of grass-fed he'll travel with me everywhere i go and that's a way to just kind of share without you seeing my face everywhere because it's a bit unnecessary you can see his face and you'll know we were there So, this is Lesser Evil Foods. I bought some, uh, Fisher Keys. Thank you. Sprouts had some of, probably these. These. Paleo Puffs. And their clearance rack. And for some reason, Sprouts, you guys suck. Because if you guys aren't selling these, you can't sell nothing. These rock. Uh, so they did send me this box. And these are cassava and sweet potato, coconut oil, and nutritional yeast. So I want you to tell me what it tastes like, because I've eaten a lot of these. Okay. So an unbiased, genuine. Yeah, Danny, Danny's truthful. If it sucks, he's going to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> no offense, yeah. What's it taste like? I don't know. It's like, so fucking good. As you can't even explain it. I mean, it's good. It's like cheesy, but not too, not too cheesy. Thank you. And guess what? There's no cheese in it. This is completely vegan product. Mm. Yeah, no, I like it. I definitely yes. recommend it. GMO free. Paleo friendly, gluten free, <clears throat> vegan, grain free. And it's got a fucking kettlebell on it. I don't know what that means, but it might mean it's good for exercise. Is that what that's supposed to mean? I don't know. What are you, Ricky Bobby? You don't know what to do with your hands? <laughs> <laughs> I'm super impressed. You want some more? I'm good. We got, we got some more flavor. But yeah, thank you guys. We're definitely going to work together. One reason. I'm a big fan of these. It's because cassava, you know yucca? Yucca? Yeah, so the long root. Yeah. That's what this is made of. Hmm. So using crops like that, which aren't, you know, in Mexico and in Belize and parts of Mexico, I'm sure, but in all of Belize, you can grow cassava without pesticides, without fertilizers, without anything. So why grow a potato when you can grow cassava? Mm -hmm. Why grow a potato when you can grow a sweet potato? Why grow a potato when you can grow a, you know, the Coco Macaw? Yeah. So like a little fuzzy looking uh, yeah. tuber. Why grow something invasive and native? Or not invasive, but why grow something non-native when you can grow something native? So, that's why I like these guys. 
they reached out. I didn't ask for these. They said, hey, we're going to send you a box of stuff. So, proud, proud, proud. And like I said, if somebody sends me something, I don't, like, I'm not going to say. No matter what this is, it's really good, and it tastes great, and I'm not going to lie. No. I'm not, actually, and I'm going to lie, sorry. I'll give a disclaimer. I had a beer before this, or two. So, we're just going to be be honest. But yeah, we're not going to lie and tell you this shit is is bad or good. or We're going to tell you the truth. Especially me. You know I'm not going to go in for seconds if I didn't. He'll spit it out like yeah. he actually will. <laughs> yeah. I almost wish, I wanted, I want to slide you something bad and act like, say like, oh yeah, this is really good. Try it. And then you can spit it out so people see the truth. I should have planned that. I didn't plan anything. I was late. Sorry. So, that's those. Oh, dude. Oh. Dude, you sent me a water bottle. Oh, that's dope. What does it say on it? Lesser Evil. That's the company. Oh. That's cool. Thank you, guys. I'm going to put my Moringa in this. <laughs> Super cool. Bottle. Sealable. Travel friendly, looks like. For cold beverages. Awesome. So, yeah. Thank you, guys. That was a little... Snack break. I also have these Himalayan pink salt. Ooh. <coughs> Himalayan salt and apple cider. Not bad. Not bad, not bad, not bad. Boop, 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 boop. We are in my neighbor's media room. This is, like I said, not my studio. But we have the best neighbors in the world, so they're letting us use... Shout out to Nick and Cheryl. So, back to it. Uh, something I also I want to admire you for, as long with like more shit that you've dealt with, is like losing your dad. Mm-hmm. And I know people who have, oh, my dad died. Life's over. Yeah. Life sucks. My mom died. Life's over. My brother died. My sister did this. She died. Whatever. It's like, people die. Like, I'm really blessed. I'm going to deal with like immediate family. Like, my grandparents are dead, but... Like, immediate family members have never dealt with that. So, how, like, first applaud, like, I love you, you rock. But, what is... I mean, what what can I do, you know? Yeah. The more I cry, the more I complain, I can't bring anybody back, you know? Whether it's my grandparents or my dad, it's just, it is what it is, that's the way life goes. You know, sooner or later it was going to happen, you know? But you just got to be, I guess, in the moment. Yeah, you know, the first month or two after it had, you know, happened, I was upset about, you know, everything that had gone down, questioning things. But you get over it, you know. Not, I mean, not over it, but I guess accept it, you yeah. know, whether you want to or not. He's not here, and it just, you know, move on. I have to, you know, be strong for my two sisters and my mother, and at the time, my nephew. But... I mean, yeah, there's nothing anybody can do, but, you know, just, you gotta keep going, you know, like, like I did with my heart condition, you just keep going, there's not really much to it, I guess, I mean, I don't know. That's so awesome. Yeah. I don't know, for me, that's, like, I'm really blessed, like, like I said, I haven't had to deal with anything, with anything like that, but to be around someone like this, <coughs> who deals with that, and just, like, what are you gonna do about it, <laughs> you know? doesn't get doesn't get you anywhere mm-hmm. and that's something like you know my mom is like biggest person in my life ever yeah. that's a philosophy she had it's like you can be mad about it what's it gonna do like you can get angry you can get sad it's really gonna affect them the way you perform they're only gonna affect the way you think they're only yeah. might as well just keep going <laughs> yeah and I remember when I when I graduated in high school people were shocked that I did it without my dad <laughs> like you you know no offense but I didn't really, I wouldn't say I didn't need him, but I mean, he, whether he's here or not, I still had to go to school, I still had to pass tests yeah. and, you know, get good grades, so it's not like, oh, he's not here, let's just bomb everything, you know? Yeah, it's almost like people look at you and say, oh wait, you had several cards you could play and you didn't play them. Yeah. What the hell? Exactly. <laughs> I don't know, it's just, I guess I see see things differently, but, like I said, just there's not much you can do about it, you know? Just suck it up and, and keep going. 
Damn. So is like your ne- does your nephew or your nieces ever ask anything or like- my nephew yeah because my my dad passed when my nephew was two, my nieces were bo- both born, you know a few years later but he asks about them and he kind of reminisces every now and then but does he remember him? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, but you know it's sad, just because you know you see him kind of break down and just say you know I miss my grandpa and stuff like that but you just kind of gotta hug them and just let them know that you know you you still have your uncles your you know, your mom, your parents, just everybody else who loves you here to, you know, help you continue, I guess, push push through. So that's what I do. I just try to focus on the good moments. And, you know, I tell my nieces just the silly things he would do just, you know, because I know they obviously didn't meet him. But they, they do ask about him. They see pictures and, you know, who's that and kind of, I guess, inform them that that's their grandfather and, you know, just the way he was. But... Yeah, it does. It it does kind of hurt seeing them. I guess ask and you know kind of break down every now and then, which isn't often, but it's you know yeah, it still hurts. Damn. Yeah. So is there is there any like <clears throat> I guess how can you like what do you want to relate to people? Obviously, <clears throat> you've just said what you said, but like is there what do you think for people if something happens if you lose someone like that? If you like, what do you recommend? Like, obviously, you can't just say, like, right off the bat, it's like, hey, suck it up, it gets over. Like, you get over it. Yeah. How do you think? I feel like it's different for for everybody. You know, my sisters, whenever we go visit his site, they break down and, and you know, just, which is understandable, of course, you know, that, that's their father, but I think everybody grieves differently. So, for me, it might take me a year to get over my dad's passing. It might take, you know, the next person a week, two years, it's... It just, it's just all up to that person, you know. I can't really tell you any tactics or anything to kind of push through it. But the way I did it is just kind of just rely on your family. You know, if you need to scream and cry and just talk about whatever you got going on, do it to, you know, your your mom or whoever you have left, your sisters, your uncles, whoever, you know. Cause that's what my, you know, nephew does every now and then. He comes to me. And I'm, you know, I'm the youngest I guess, uncle he has. And it's just that bond we have, though, it's, it's so close that he just doesn't even care, you know. But I feel like if, if like, I went for, I went to, uh, what's it called, counseling. Yeah. That was something my parents, well, my sisters thought that would be beneficial to me, which it did, in a way, help. But I don't know, it's just that person didn't know me as well yeah. as my mom or my sisters or whoever else in my family knew me. So it just kind of felt weird, you know, but in ways I do think it helped just because now I'm, I'm, I want to say happy to talk about it, but I'm, I'm okay talking about it. You know, we're kind of, well, you knew me around that time. I was two to myself. You Dude, know? sorry. I didn't realize how soon it was before I met you that your dad had died. I mean, yeah. It was, was that spring, correct? Yeah, it was spring April of 2011. 2011. Started school August 2011. I so had no idea. Dude. Four months. Not even. I didn't know until this last, it was what, a couple weeks ago was his birthday, right? Or the, yeah. the anniversary mm-hmm. of his passing, one or the other? His passing, yeah. Yep. So I remember you seeing that and it was like, whoa. Like I met this kid like really soon after his dad died and you were like, <laughs> like. Yeah, I mean. I mean, obviously you were going through your shit, but like, dude, you were like not showing that. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, I mean, because you come from a whole different, I mean, high school to uh, I mean, middle school to high school is a huge change regardless. Yeah. So coming from a different city to, you know, no friends. Was that your first time in Allen too? Yeah. Right away? Yeah. And, you know, seeing seeing people's little cliques from middle school and stuff like that and me kind of just being there. Yeah. I mean, it, it hurt, but like I said, you just got to do what you got to do. I mean, I really can't explain yeah. what I did. I just kind of just took it one day at a time and, you know, Thankfully, I met you and, you know, Chris and Landon and stuff like that and just yeah. kind of grew from there. But, yeah, you're the only person that I I talked to from from freshman year Dang. like that, you know. Yeah, Landon, you and Landon are the only two that I'm... Well, I mean, yeah, it's of course Landon, but yeah. you and I, are, I guess, communicate more than yeah. him and I do. But, yeah, and I love Landon, of course. But, yeah, you, you two are the only two that I really feel comfortable around. And I still have friends from high school that just... Not not there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not at that, I guess, level, personal level. 
Oh yeah, I was kind of in that same way of like not really like having a click. There was like, you landed, mm-hmm. and there was like Cali, and when that was gone, it was like, cool. I've like landed in Danny, and then like a bunch of people come to my house and party, and like they're not really my friends, but mm-hmm. like we like to drink together. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, like this is weird. So like that, I yeah. kind of see where you're coming from with that. That's the way I saw people too. You know, whenever we'd go to your house to party, it's just like, well, I probably might not see these people again. Yeah. I'm gonna see Landon, and you know. Uh, Clayton and you know, maybe Callie, but like that's that's about it. Yeah, we're just there's some weird times. Yeah, to say the least. Yeah. Yeah. So my house was kind of like the that's house fine. in high school where people would just come to party. My mom traveled a lot. Like one thing I will say, people people are like, oh, your mom just like leaves. It's like, no. My mom's like very adamant that like shit still gets done. She's they're like oh, oh, yeah. she leaves for like weeks at a time. It's like. No, she's gone to a trade show from Thursday to Sunday, mm-hmm. and we just so happen to party like every day <laughs> from Thursday to Saturday. <laughs> but the people are like, oh, your mom just like allows this. It's like, <laughs> no. Well, she doesn't know won't hurt her. <laughs> yeah, but she always knew. Yeah, that's the thing. She's too smart to. She was way too to smart. Pull one over on. But I think she was also actually no. She's also smart enough to say. Well, they're either going to do it somewhere else, they're going to do it at the house, Mm -hmm. they're learning. That's her big thing, is like, they're learning. It's like, learn your lessons, don't be stupid, get shit done. Yeah, that's something I've always loved about, you know, your mom is just that, she was very loving, but she wasn't just honest 24-7. She knew what we were going to do, but might as well do it at the house when nobody's driving or, you know, being seen, I guess. Yeah. You probably had the most interesting perspective of, like, encountering her when we were fucked up and you were Yeah, I was the only sober one ever. <laughs> but, yeah, no, she's an angel. I, I love her to death. Yeah, she rocks. Remember that one time she, like, cooked up this huge feast after just a random day. It was, like, a Tuesday in April. Yeah, It looked like, like Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, and she had, like, this big old thing of, like, desserts and... We just like have at it, and I'm like, dude, hell yeah. <laughs> we were like, what's going on? And it's like, yeah, I knew we were gonna come home, so she wanted to cook us some food. I just, yeah, I just cooked, yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, I'm very blessed to have. I would say perhaps, but it's not perhaps. Sorry to Danny's mom, but she has to be <laughs> number two. My mom's the best. <laughs> Sorry, sweetheart. Yeah. But my mom's the best. And to all the other mothers in the world, no disrespect, but you're just not as good. <laughs> but, yeah, this is the Grassfed Podcast. And I want to thank one of the people we're working with, Corey and Danica Peace of Holistic Hemp Healing. They're providing this CBD oil, and they've partnered with us to do a 20% off. So if you're interested in the CBD oil, you can get 20% off. And they have free shipping on orders. I think it's $49 or more. But go put an order in, buy some products, you'll get free shipping, you'll get 20% off. This is their full spectrum oil, so it has a little bit of THC in it, but a legal amount, less than 0.3%. So that's one of the products that I really, 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 really believe in. So I've made sure to get an affiliation with them, working with them. Companies like Lesser Evil are just for, I want to bring really clean food to people, but I don't have the time or the resources or the money to go develop products. So I'm going to partner with a lot of the different groups and companies to bring products to you, make sure that they're clean, they're safe, they're good for you, and the companies are actually like who they say they are. So companies like Lesser Evil I'm working with now, more to come in the future. The other thing, last but not least, you know what this is? I don't. This is Moringa. Moringa oleifera. It's grown on the farm I lived on, San Lorenzo Farm. We're going to be bringing this to you to the market every month. It's going to be a monthly subscription. You can receive this in your mailbox. And we'll figure out the pricing. We're working on all that. The pricing, shipping, minimum orders, all that jazz. It's happening now. So that's kind of what I'm going to do. That's my little advertisement. <laughs> so nice. what do you want to say before we uh... end this? No, just thank you. I know it's been a long time coming. You know, like I said, we have just life going on that yeah. should have happened what two weeks ago. But I was out of town, then life. work. Yeah, it just. But I'm glad it happened. It it was much needed. I feel like. Hell yeah, it's a pleasure, my friend. Like I said, I'm Clayton. 
this is Don Pina de Grasfin. Once again, Daniel Miller Creations. If you want something like this made for you, he'll make it. He commissioned anything. It's, he's the type of guy you say, hey Daniel, I got an idea. He say, what is it, man? Anything's possible. Ain't nothing we can't do. He he can do anything. So this is a pineapple wood carved with the logo on the back. He can do it all. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you. His name's not actually Daniel. So if you're like, oh, Daniel. No, it's like, that's not me at it's all. It's like not his name. So <laughs> don't fuck around. Yeah. Don't call him Daniel. <laughs> so anything else? We're good. I'm good. Tell people your favorite word. <laughs> I have three quick things I'm going to ask you. First one's your favorite word. Oh, hell. Um, I don't know. I don't have a favorite word. Logic, probably, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. I'm just messing. Um, next, this is something I'm stealing from Tim Ferriss. If you had a billboard, where would it be and what would you put on it? I, I added the where would it be part. I guess just I guess somewhere along a highway just where it's visible 24-7 and just of course not to steal from logic but peace, love, and positivity just, just three words just three words peace, love, and positivity which is I feel something we all should practice 24-7 I dig it and the last one but not least what's one song that people should listen to right now from anybody? Yeah, just a song. Ain't going back by Russ. I ain't going back. <laughs> that's the podcast. I'm Clayton. That's Danny. Thank you for watching. Subscribe, like, share us. Do whatever you're supposed to do to a podcast. Listen to it. Share your grandmother. Show your great auntie. Show your cousin, Charlize. Show your neighbor. Show everybody. Thank you.